Hello everybody, welcome back to the Dragon's Library. So, I have not yet finished Elden Ring yet. Um, it is a very long game, and I am still picking my way through it because I want to get, you know, have a decent experience with a Souls game. I don't want to try and judge it based on uh, half-ass kind of playthroughs, so I've been, you know, trying to explore a lot of side bosses in my free time and, you know, give it a proper shake. Uh, it's also just a game you need to, you know, be ready for the boss encounters on. You can't just power through them like you can Horizon. There's no, hey, I need to finish this review. Let's turn down the difficulty on the last, like, two bosses and then redo them on a normal difficulty later when I have time. That's not an option here. So, here we are. Um, as a result, I'm going to be doing a different review today and hopefully get Elden Ring finished. Uh, probably not this weekend, maybe next Friday. So look for that next Friday, and on next Monday, I've actually been thinking about reviewing Demon Souls, because I uh, played that on what little actual enjoyment time I had, and I want to get a review out of it. I have some footage so I can put, post it to YouTube. Also, uh, the YouTube videos have been delayed recently. I've been having a little trouble with some of the, um, with getting the editing done. Don't worry, those are going to be going up uh, by tomorrow morning. I will be posting the last like, week of videos that I was supposed to post, so. All right, everybody good? Okay, well, now that we've got the uh, news out of the way, let's talk about Cuphead. So, Cuphead is an animated adaptation of a uh, video game that came out a few years back. Cuphead came out in 2017, and it was an amazing game. I've actually played it. I haven't had the time yet to beat it because when it came out, I uh, tried to play through it, but it was taking a while like a lot of Souls games do. And then a lot of stuff came up and I've just kept putting it off. Uh, I've been getting through like a boss or so every like few months because everyone, every, every, every few months I get an urge to go play it, get through a single boss, and then I get too busy to really devote the time necessary to get good at it. So I'm still playing through that. I really want to finish it. Uh, hopefully I'll finish it and do a review for it before the second season comes out. That seems like a good time to do it. Uh, it's apparently, apparently we're getting it next season this summer, actually, which is really cool. The turnaround for this show is great. Um, what you need to know about the game, since this is an adaptation, I like to go into an overview of the game first. Cuphead, the game, was a, uh, action platformer. It means it's a platformer, i.e. a game where you're jumping between platforms and trying to time those jumps, combined with action elements. I.e. in this game, you had a sort of, uh, animated finger gun that fired energy blasts, and you had to battle boss monsters in order to co collect their souls. Uh, the baseline of the plot is Cuphead and Mugman lose their souls, use a bet with the devil, and owe him their souls, but they don't want to give them to him, so they offer to collect the souls of his other people who owe him souls, but are too powerful, and he doesn't have the time to collect for. Basically, they beat all the other people, and they keep their souls, but obviously, since the devil is a boss in this game, he obviously doesn't keep his word, because, you know, the devil. Um... Cuphead's gameplay is pretty simplistic. I will admit that it's well balanced and all, but the main thing that set it apart as a, you know, from other 2D action platformers was two main things. First off, really hard boss difficulty. This is a great game and has co-op even, which actually is balanced by the fact that the fact that, yeah, you can pour twice as much damage in, but the fact that there's another person jumping around the screen in a game with so many particle effects that it looks like a bullet hell shooter. Yeah, it makes it even harder to see. So, Basically, it's technically easier with two people, but there's a, a tension price to doing so. I am only able to play it with one person at the moment, so I don't, I can't really comment on the second play, player functionality. The other main thing was this gorgeous art style. This game is a throwback to retro, um, um, cartoons. And the, and the show very much is involved in that. 
basically in this show, instead of owing, needing to go collect the boss's souls, it's sort of a um, throwback to old animation of the early of the early 2000s and 90s with episodic shows. Basically, instead of like Bugs Bunny and stuff like that, not even the 90s, like the 50s and 60s, instead of having a overarching plot, while there is like a sort of thing with like Cuphead technically lost his soul due to some stupid coincidence at the carney and the devil's constantly trying to collect on it. So that fuels a few episodes, but mostly it's just Cuphead and Mudman go out and get into trouble and run into some of the bosses and characters from the game series. Um, it's very interesting to see a Netflix show like this because Netflix lives and dies mostly on serialized, bingeable series. And this is very much a episodic cartoon adventure slapstick series where even the devil isn't taken that seriously. Uh, like he throws a hissy fit at one point. And the whole thing is rendered in a very realistic, uh, depiction of early color animation. So for... Uh, it has a little quirks, like, for example, in, just like in the games, um, you'll, you might notice that the gloves and shoes are different shades of yellow, white, and brown uh, in different frames of the show. And that, like, usually would be like, wow, you guys can even keep a consistent color palette. But that was actually done intentionally, both the games and the show, because back in the days of color animation, they didn't pay as much attention to exactly what color they were drawing with. So characters... Like, gloves, for example, like Mickey Mouse's uh, gloves in early series would literally sometimes just flip-flop between different shades in between frames. Like, literally one frame would be white, and then you cut away for a second, you cut back, and suddenly it'd be a different shade. Um, which is, you know, it's part of the whole, we're rendering this in the most authentic way possible. The game even had, like, a sort of grain over it uh, to make it look like it was being an actual film. The show doesn't have a lot of those flourishes, though, again, it does keep the color-changing stuff that like that and a lot of the old-time setting. This is set, like, in an era that where radio shows are still the most popular thing on Earth. Like, people tune into their favorite radio drama like they do TV. So you're thinking, like, early 50s, late 40s kind of thing. All in all, it's a great show. It's fun. Comedy's good. Mugman and uh, Cuphead are the oblivious protagonists. Uh, accidentally, what you know, working their way out of trouble while they attempt to get to a simple goal. Despite it probably being aimed at a slightly older audience, I'd actually say it's a good show for kids. The humor is, for the most part, pretty uh, kid-friendly. And there aren't really that many shows like this anymore, so a lot of kids might find this pretty novel. In addition, the shorter um, length is probably going to be a nice nice boom for it because, you know, trends are showing that people are going for shorter entertainment. So it's nice to see animation going back to some of its older roots with those, you know, 12-minute episodes. Again, it was a big surprise for me because the first episode I watched it, I'm like, wait, it's already over? How long is this thing? Oh, it's 12 minutes. Okay. All in all, Cuphead is just a refreshing surprise. It's not amazing, perfect, or anything like that, but it's a serviceable comedy anime, animated show with a short length and good characters. The animation is, while not as good as the game, still very good. Uh, I love the brief scene when Fin Fang Foom showed up. So, you know, I'm going to be all for that. But, uh, yeah. All in all, that's basically all there is to this. Like, there's not really that much. Um, I can give you a basic summary of the plot, though, so we're going to be going to spoilers. There's The spoilers are actually going to be really short this time. If you want to hear it, you can hear it. If not, don't bother. The only spoiler, really, is the cliffhanger, which isn't really probably going to be a typical cliffhanger. It seems like the kind of thing that's going to be immediately retconned the second, like, fixed the second the first episode, next episode comes out. So feel free to skip the, the spoiler summary or watch it. It really doesn't matter for your enjoyment. All right. Everybody good? So, in the first episode, 
Cuphead and Mugman go to uh go run an errand for their uh grandpa grandpa kettle. And yeah, yes, they're both mugs and he's a uh living kettle. This is very old style cartoons with animal people, humans, and uh living inanimate objects all living in the same universe. Some of them having more limbs than they're supposed to. Like there's an optometrist who's a uh <laughs> a living screwdriver. We're playing very fast and loose with the rules of reality here. As cartoons should. So they go to this carnival and Mugman starts playing this game where you just like, it's one of those, um, skeet ball games, like a really old one though, without any uh, automation stuff to it. And, uh, it's like, do this to win. And when you lose, your soul gets sent down to hell and claimed by the devil and doesn't really seem like you win any prize. So he's kind of ripping them off even when they win. Uh, and Mug, and, but Mugman is actually, I mean, uh, Cuphead is actually really good at this game. Mugman is like the timid companion, sort of the Luigi to his Mario. And Cup, Mugman realizes what's happening is like trying to get Cuphead to stop playing because every, because although he's like clowning on us, like he's making trick shots and making every single one of them and the whole crowd is going crazy. In fact, the devil starts getting upset because he's, um, because he's winning too much and distracting all the other customers from losing their souls and not giving him his. So Mugman tries to stop him, but then the devil shows up and Mugman starts, you know, overreacting. Cuphead, who was still making every shot with the distractions, messes up because of Mugman and, now he owes the devil his soul, even though the devil kind of cheated because you'd think all those wins would cancel out a single loss. But, you know, apparently the devil doesn't play by fair rules. So he tries to take Cuphead's soul, but the two of them manage to escape, and he spends several episodes of the next season trying to get it back. That's all there really is. Uh, there's a sweater that they have to try and get the soul that keeps the devil from touching him, an invisible one, maybe an invisible yarn in one episode. The devil eventually has it put around him and electrocuting him a lot bunch. So he's knocked out for the rest of the season after that. But it's like the second to last episode, I think. The devil trying to save face over the fact that he's lost a kid's soul that he's supposed to claim. And he can't force that kid to give it back. But aside from that, it's mostly just episodic quests with the two of them trying to get have fun or avoid uh, angering Elder Kettle. And Elder Kettle is kind of the oblivious grandpa with the very strict rules. and Everything is his favorite. Like he has his favorite tire, his favorite radio. Don't touch any of them. That kind of thing. Uh, the last episode is probably the most significant. At the end, we meet, uh, supposed to be a new character from an expansion of the game, which is, uh, Miss Chalice. And she is, well, she's a chalice, yeah. <laughs> but she's sort of like a con artist. She uses, uh, her charms to get people to give her stuff for free and then bolts before they, uh, realize that she's kind of scammed them. So she never stays around too long enough to annoy them, basically. And the two of them are like, wow, how did you get them to do all that stuff for you? So she teaches them a few tricks of the trade and she gives them this test uh, to break into a cookie factory. They do it, but uh, the two of them get knocked out and she activate, accidentally activates a silent alarm while turning on the machinery. So the police come to grab them. She bails and leaves the two of them to get arrested. Uh, so that's how the series ends. It's just their end in jail. I, I, you notice how, like, there was only really a spoiler for, like, the end, one episode in the middle, and then the, in the beginning? That's because there's not a lot of plot here. There's not really even a lot of character development. It's mostly just um, two wacky characters going on ventures in a wacky world. Very Bugs, Bugs Bunny-ish, you know? So, uh, yeah, I guess that means this review is a little short today. That's all there is. So I will see you guys next time, and I hope you have enjoyed it. If you'd like to check me out, I have been streaming my gameplay recently for Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West. 
on my YouTube channel. You can check it out there. I will also be uploading all my new uh, video form of the last few reviews, so you can check those out too. It would mean a lot to me if you could, you know, watch them. Uh, really helps. All in all, uh, next thing I will have available is I will be uh, doing some streaming of Elden Ring this Saturday from around, well, let's see, probably at 6 o'clock to 11 o'clock. If you'd like to see those, you can go ahead and see those. Check it out. You know, I'd be very, again, I'd very much appreciate it. Uh, I will also be streaming on Mondays and Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday as well uh, until Elden Ring is finished. So, again, be on the lookout for those. Hope to see you then. Thanks for staying for all that. It means a lot. See you next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode, and thank you for listening to The Dragon's Library. Please, subscribe to this podcast to be notified of new episodes. The Dragon's Library releases new episodes Tuesday and Friday each week, and you can follow us on Twitter at dragon underscore library two. If you want to suggest an episode topic, my email is in the description below. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.